pictures and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates. Hello, welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch full we have a great movie today. Hi. Welcome to the fourth episode of Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. I have a special guest, Pam Benjamin. We're going to start in 60 seconds. We want you to go to YouTube, wherever you can find it. Today we're going to watch a movie called Don's Plum. 19, uh, 2001 picture, which uh, we'll learn more about in 60 seconds. Thank you. Let's watch an underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Vendor's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Then get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son!
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, listening. God bless you. Uh, hi. My name is Mike Spiegelman, and welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie with, on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Very excited to have Pam Benjamin here in the... Uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, ...with us, and we are going to watch a great movie, a terrific movie, a movie from this century. Ooh. Actually, I take that back. It was produced and made in 1996, and it was released in Berlin, premiered in Berlin in 2001, in February. We're watching a movie called Don's Plum, and this is courtesy of a YouTube subscriber, uh, a channel uh, from Amy Freermuth. Uh, Amy, that's A-M-Y space Freermuth. F-R-I, no, F-R-E-I-E-R. M-A-U-H-T. Uh, Hamut. 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 So she does not have closed captioning. We're going to be listening to it in speakers here, and hopefully it will not pick up, and you will still enjoy this movie. So here's what we want you to do. We want you to go into YouTube, type in the search engine, Don's Plum. And D-O-N, not D-A-W-N. This isn't like like Dawn, like the dawning of the light. No, no, no. 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 It's like Dawn, a person. It's a person. His name Dawn. is Don, and he has a plum, it's and possessive. they made a movie about it, and we're going to watch Dawn's it. Plum. The full-length movie, all 121 uh, hours, can we, 26 minutes. Can we play a game and guess what this movie's about before we watch it? No, I want to just start this. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> I know what this is about, actually. Oh, crap. So. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, we're going to click and start. Uh, we are... Go ahead, click. Rig and hang on a second. What? Let's see if there's any. Okay, there we go. Uh, we're going to start. I just click start and I'm at the two mark. We got some crazy synth music we should be hearing. Some crazy synth. There's blank screen. It's a blank screen. Dumb, That's always a good dumb. sign of a movie. It just starts off. Maybe we'll say interlude. Trip, trippy music. Uh, this is the uh, moment of the movie where you need to sit down in the theater if it actually did play in the theater. Oh, hey. Okay, so we have very tacky credits already off the bat. It looks more like a uh, Don's Plum is the name of the movie, not Don't Plum. I, I'm liking it already. We're, we're in tunnels. We're underground. So here's all the credits. And by the way, it's alphabetical. Case there's a big star coming up. We don't want to put his name first. He might disown this movie. Kevin Connolly from uh, Entourage. Wow, really? Leonardo DiCaprio, perhaps Shut you heard. Shut up! That's not the real Leonardo DiCaprio. Is it? Is Jenny this a Lewis joke from the, the this performer. Oh, that, Toby McGuire is in Toby, this movie. This is. Are you? Is this for real? Yes. So, would you like to know about this movie? I, I can't believe this is for real. That was really to, to, Toby McGuire. Yeah, yeah. And there's Meadow Sisto, and Jeremy Sisto will probably be in there too. Uh, yeah, and these are all famous Hollywood actors, kid actors, or so. 
Are you familiar with a gentleman named Leonardo DiCaprio? I, I am. I, I sort of, he's, he's, if I had a, a nemesis, I think it would be him. Actually. <laughs> now, is it because when he was very young and broke out, especially around Titanic, he, par- he had his own entourage, a bunch of similar 20-something uh, boy, uh, Hollywood actors? He did? Yeah, and you know what they called their posse? The Pussy Posse. Meow. The Pussy Posse, and I have to meow because this is a family show. Meow. I was joking. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. I just made. I thought I was making that up and being funny. No, this this they had a group like around Gilbert Grape, and especially during Titanic, he had an entourage of actors, him and Tobey Maguire, and they would and Kevin Connolly from Entourage. Wow. Uh, and they would go to clubs in New York City and act like total twats, and they were actually uh, allegedly twats. But wow. There's a famous New York Magazine article from the late '90s. Which I read It's on the archive On their site About this So One of the people there Was a child actor from uh, Oh the movie just started by the way They're in a van I know that actor too He was in Clueless He's the guy in Clueless Who's like the Like the The good looking guy The popular guy or whatever Oh Paul Judd <laughs> No it's not Paul Rudd It's, Rudd. it's Judd. He's also He was He just pushed a woman out of that van Oh no she's angry was he like the he, uh, brother? No, he's he was he was in Clueless. He's one of the cool guys. Remember with it's, Alyssa? Yeah, Silverstone. Alyssa Silverstone. Yeah. So the director of this movie, uh, he ran with the Pussy Posse. Meow. And his name was like Artie Rod or uh, Rob. I should get my facts straight. But he was in a ch- Christmas Story. Oh, okay. He was the kid who doubled. I double dog dare you. No. Okay, I know. The, I know you're talking about He's the right. thing of the tongue on the. Pole. Yeah, he didn't put his tongue on. No, the no, pole. no. That was the different little guy. That was another fucked up little individual. <laughs> no offense, uh, none taken. But this gentleman, the the one doubled, triple dog dared, directs this movie. Wow. And he was part of the pussy posse. You want to know why he got kicked out? Why? Because this movie was so bad. Because he made a movie featuring everyone in this p- pussy posse, meow, and then he decided to release it. And so they did it as like a joke or something. They just like go to room to room or whatever, and they're partying. And this guy's like, "Hey, let's make a movie." And they said, "Okay, man, we'll be all our friends." See, there's Toby right there, and uh, so Toby McGuire and Leonardo DiCaprio sued the producer of this movie, saying wow. that they can't release this movie because of what. They said, uh, Toby McGuire said some improvisational stuff that he doesn't want released. Whoa. Did so, he say the N-word or something? Uh, my wife thinks he's gay, and that's what he said. Hey, I'm gay. I agree with Mike's wife. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, All so, right. Right. well, what have you. So we don't know. Well, we're talking over it right now. But so this movie came out, was finished in 96, and they, the attorneys sued them. And they said, and I, I read this off of Entertainment Weekly, that, you know, he's taking a 12-hour favor to a friend. Uh, this is Leonardo DiCaprio's lawyer. Uh, and uh, turn, spin it into a full-length movie. Oh. So this movie was never released. And then they made an agreement. They sued. The producers sued. And they settled. And the agreement was that it will be never released in the United States or Canada. But it could be shown around the world. And this film was released, uh, premiered at the Berlin Film Festival in February 2001, pre-9-11. How'd it do? Oh, well, I, I mean... No awards. Entertainment Weekly said there was a lot of applause. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> the de- whoever the choreographer is is pretty good. So they're at... Uh, oh, yeah, there's some dancing going on. Some dancing girls. It's about the music shit. 
Oh, I mean, it's experimental. And it's it's uh, Tobey Maguire over there bebopping in the back. He's just. How much cocaine fueled <laughs> this movie? How much booze, you think? Cocaine. Cocaine. I'm going to go with just plain old booze. Although you could tell like a bad movie, like I call them drunk films. You ever watch a film and it's just so incoherent, you feel, you feel like you're getting drunker watching this movie. <laughs> like, why would he walk that way? Why would you shoot that? Why, why would you linger on that shot, you know? Oh, hey, there's uh, E from uh, Entourage. Oh, my God, he's so young. They're all so young. This is the 90s. I'm tired of looking at uh, 20-year-olds from this crazy. generation. This is back when we were 20 years old. Right, ni- 96 <laughs> was when I graduated from college, so I was tw- 21. Yeah. I was 21 in 96. They were probably 21, 23 here, too. Oh, there he is acting. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, oh, and the girls on chairs. Gotta have a dance with garters in it. Oh, yeah. So for, with the exception, I guess, with these ladies, most of the gentlemen in this movie are part of the uh, Pussy Posse Meow. Well, yeah, these dancers were probably from that Pussycat, what's that, the group of girls that dances burlesque, oh. and they're the Pussycat Dolls? Pussycat Dolls. Pussycat Dolls. I bet they're from the Pussycat Dolls. It's hard to tell because this movie is shot in black and white. I can't tell the color of their lingerie. Right. Because if it was the Pussycat Dolls, their lingerie would be frilly pink. With white, hang on a sec. No, no, those are those are black. This is good garters. Is, I think that this is probably they probably got the pussycat. This is probably Dita Van Teese. I'm gonna guess is the choreographer <laughs> on this uh, movie. Because this is in Los Angeles, right? And because that was the time where she was starting to yeah. Know, be '96 was like the swing revival was kind of fading. I, I think. Uh, no, I well, I, you're right. I started swing dancing in '97, which means it was probably at the end of the uh, yeah, cool, probably cool at the swing end that, yeah. Because I was in Davis then at the time. Here's Leonardo on the phone on a, oh on a my cell gosh. phone. Everyone's smoking. So '90s. I have no idea what the plot is yet of this movie. I, you know what? We could start it from the beginning and listen to this. It's not my fault they don't have closed captioning. It's at least courtesy if you're going to air it. So this movie, so that was it. That's the story of this movie. However, a new chapter began in the beginning of this year in January when this film resurfaced oh. on Vimeo for the first time. Wow. And Who leaked it? Got, it? The producer. The yes. dr- uh, said, you know what? I'm done with this chapter of my life. I just want to release it. And it got pulled like weeks later, but I found it here on YouTube. Awesome. And as the part of this point of this show is that we want to watch stuff that's dangerous. We want to find stuff here on YouTube that shouldn't be on YouTube. So this shouldn't be on YouTube? It shouldn't be on YouTube. Who, we got how many, only three hundred th- only thirty three thousand four hundred and forty eight views. Yeah, well compared to what? My bit on uh, Acid Tate's uh, channel? Well, let's watch a movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman is gonna drive that number up at least ten views. At least ten. At least right ten now. views. If you're listening live right now, give us a call at four one five 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 zero zero five one one and we'll be uh, love to ignore you no we'd love to talk to you and uh, if you're watching this movie with us by the way we have not heard a single improvised word if they improvise this word this movie then i don't really need to listen to it uh it's 8:42 going in this movie right now really thus far all it's been is toby Maguire's face him getting <laughs> drunker and um dancers and tongues and and legs and stuff. I don't get this music. Is it like uh, their John Jazz. Zorn uh, retro swinging it or something like that? They're it's like retro experimental jazz. jazz. The experimental jazz. Wow. 
So this is what a cell phone looked like back then. This is exact. He looks like he did when he was um, back doing Gilbert Grape. Yeah, he's Gilbert yeah. Grape. Yeah, I mean, like '96. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it was never allowed to be released in the United States, and then popped up this year. And they think they're such great actors. It's so funny. They think they're so talented. They're improvising. You see, Leo's on the phone, and this guy's rambling about something. What the fuck is he rambling about? They're in a, a corridor, and Leo's talking on the phone. This guy's just nattering on. Hang on. Nattering, nattering, nattering. Well, this is really captivating. It's captivating me to think about that Mountain Dew I have in the other yeah, room. Yeah, right? Now, you know what? I came up with a new drink. More dances. Would you like to have a Southern Mountain? Is that Southern Comfort and Mountain Dew? Yeah. That sounds amazing. Doesn't that sound good? Both those things I'm actually not allowed to drink anymore. You're not allowed to have a comfort dew? I'm not allowed to drink uh, Mountain Dew because it turns me into a crackhead. Yes, that's like exactly the point of the beverage. So much sugar and caffeine that I turn it into. I literally become a maniac. It's like Ritalin for me. Have you ever drank Mountain Dew while eating a meal? Is that possible? It's not possible to have It eat. depends what you consider a meal. Um, I've had a Mountain Dew at a Costco with my Costco dog oh, for the dollar right. fifty, right? So do you consider a hot dog and a soda a meal? Yeah, because that's a uh, major so, meat. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, meat, it's not bread. red meat, but it's pork. They have an all-beef one. Okay, well, then you're eating beef. See, hamburgers would be not good with a Mountain Dew because caffeine and, like, red meat always gives me a stomach ache. Oh. No, I think it's just a Mountain Dew. Oh. Well, (laughs) (laughs) today's episode of (laughs) Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman is brought to you by YouTube. I mean, by Costco Hot Dog. Costco Hot Dogs. It's the food court of despair. Yeah. It's either fucking transients drinking another soda or someone who just bought a giant television set sitting in the food court trying to make sure I'm not going to steal a shit. So here, I'll tell you why I'm not allowed to drink Southern Comfort. Um, it's horrible. That's why. Well, one, I thought I used to think it was sweet and delicious, and so there was a, a day where I was on vacation with my friend, and I sort of drank a whole bottle of it. Uh huh. And um, then I went out with her that night. So, anyways, I blacked out at one point, but I, I woke up in the, and we were in a hotel, and I woke up in the bed. Next, we had two beds, thank God. And my hair was crunchy. And I was like, what, what's going on? Why is my hair crunchy? And she said, well, when I found you, you were puking into the toilet onto your lovely long hair. Hey, hey, take it to screen. Oh, whose butt is that? Bare ass. Whose butt is that? Is that Toby's know. butt? Did he finally leave the place? This Is is this the bar? Oh, he's covering up. It's a Beardo guy. That's some nice ass, I guess. Is that Jeremy Sisko? I don't know who that is. Hairy guy. That's good. He, liked his, he likes his butt, though. Well, his butt's not hairy. It's just his chest. I guess that's what we're always looking for. And he likes to smoke in bed. So if you th- if I threw up onto his chest with the Southern Comfort, the thing, it became crunchy because of the, so, much, so much sugar in it. It got sticky and crunchy oh. in my hair. So that's why I don't drink Southern Comfort anymore. That's so gross. It is so gross. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much sugar in it, though, that when you barf it back up, it crystallizes in your hair. I've known uh, someone I go to the hospital for drinking too much Southern Comfort, and she puked up her uh, vegetable medley. Before the, uh, yeah, I think that was 20 years ago. I wonder uh, how they got permission to do these sets. They must have known the people in that bar, so they're like, "Yeah, okay, you yeah. can do a dance here. Fine, it's our bar." Well, this is obviously someone's mom's house. This is uh, the pussy posse meow. So they can they basically walk into any club and they own it. There's Leo, the top king of the world. So. Uh, I think what happened was they just found their own little hidey ho, and the guy's like, you know, since we're here anyway, why don't we shoot my movie? Right. And they probably had a drunken night where they shot it, and then he shot the rest of his house, or her house, or maybe this is the uh, 
Chateau Marmont. I like that they did it in black and white so they didn't have to worry so much about the costuming. Well, this is back in 2001 where they didn't have color movies. <laughs> it was simply black and white and sepia. No filter. Hashtag. She's saying, don't talk about us having sex to anybody. Okay? Oh, so you're actually following the story. I just heard her say something. All right. Well, because I have no idea. I just... Wait, I, she looks familiar too as an actress. She played the queen of... No, that's that's Helen Mirren. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She looks really familiar to me. So they're chatting about it. So maybe it's like a relationship movie, you know, and like about stuff. Maybe this is like Reality Bites 2. There must be a reason he made this movie. Right? And, and how much money did they squeak out of people? And what was... Were they like, we're going to make this movie. It's going to be so rad. Well, I think they're going to do it our way. Fuck those other directors. Yeah, I think it's just like, let's make a movie. Okay, sure. And he's like, okay, I'm ready to release it. This is when Toby had just done Pleasantville, I think. Ice Storm, too. Well, maybe just Pleasantville. It was definitely pre Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Well, his hair, and he's very youthful. Oh, look at that nose piercing, 90s nose he's, piercing. He's, this is definitely just after Pleasantville because he's kind of playing that same character. He he's, it, just because he's in black and white doesn't mean he just came oh, off the set from Pleasantville. very much. It's true, too. I think you're mistaking the black and white for that Pleasantville movie. So the point of this movie was because they wanted to have sex with all these girls. I, the point of the movie is that they were just having sex with all these girls. They were having sex and with And they all were these like, girls. we want to put you in a movie. I'll put you in a movie. <laughs> You're so cute. I'm going to put you in a movie. I'm going to make you famous. Let's, uh, let's shoot my friend's movie. He's part of the Pussy Posse Meow. And uh, then we'll disavow. Imagine being disavowed from the Pussy Posse. I, I mean, I think that Hollywood is, I'm sure it's a fickle, fickle mistress. So they had a, in the New York Times magazine article about the Pussy Posse, they had a story about Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell. Uh-huh. Uh, Before or after striptease? This is after. This is like right around striptease. Uh, somebody from Leonardo's entourage called and said, you know, would you want to come and party with us, uh, have dinner? And she said, well, yeah, but I'm married. And you know the actor who I'm married to. And they called and again, so the actor went down to the bar, the club and basically got uh, kicked in the Adam's apple outside the club by one of the Pussy Posse uh, people. Because they wanted to sleep with his wife? Yes. And they kept calling saying, come on, it's us. It's Leo's group. This, uh, so the restaurant's called Don's Plum, by the way. All right. So can we just talk about, let's unpack. Why would you call a film something that sounds so unappealing? Dom's Plum. So it was their actual restaurant. So now it was a, a ter- restaurant sign. Dom's Plum. It's a terrible title for a movie or a restaurant. It has. It's so passive. It feels like you. It's like somnolent. Dom's feel- Plum. Okay. So let's say you have. There is the Plum Bar, and that's in Oakland. Okay. Plum Bar. It's actually not the Plum Bar. PB. Well, what's PB? Peanut butter? No, it's Plum Bar. Okay, I'm intrigued. Plum booze. Must be some kind of fancy bullshit. Sure. All right. So that sounds um, good. P- PB, Plum Bar, Pam Benjamin. Got it. Fine. Wasn't Don's there? Plum, DP. There's Cherry Pit Bar. What was the that? Cherry Pit. Cherry Pit. That was from 90210. Thank you very much. And then what was in Saved by the Bell? Didn't they go to uh They went to the... It wasn't the, the Shake Shack. Yeah, Shake Shack. And then, of course, Archie had it. So 
Here's a restaurant. Oh, it's so 90s. They get to still smoke in a restaurant in Los Angeles. Whoa. Was right well, that's pro- why it's so cool, Don's Plum. I guess the band in San Francisco was 95. Well, the whole reason they chose the name of the film is because they just wanted to use that sign that he found and thought it was so cool. Well, this dumb. so far, other than the guy's ass, it's all been the restaurant. I guess the ass shots take place in a separate bedroom. Like, good pornography. They have the scene in the restaurant. Right. Then they cut to a guy's bare ass. Well, they were in a bar, too. The, the restaurant isn't the bar. So they've been in a bar where the girls are dancing. Oh, don't mention that bar. It was terrible. I never want to go there. I want to go right to That Zagat's. one's called the Brass Plum, actually. No, <laughs> he plums. I've, this is just to say I've eaten all the Don's plums in the icebox. I have to. <laughs> can't can't yeah, say the word so plums. It was so cold. It was so cold. And delicious. Yeah. Yeah. You can't mention the word plums without bringing out that old William Carlos William Williams, Carlos Williams chestnut mm-hmm. or plum nut. <laughs> chest plum. Oh, that sounds like someone with a dick and balls growing out of his chest. So if chest, well, that sounds interesting. I would go see a movie called Chest Plum. Or bald. Chest bum? Chest. But I mean, Don's Plum, first off, would you like to spend 90 minutes with a film called Don's Plum? Don, Don's Plum. I thought it was Don't Plum. So who's Don? And what's the significance of his plum? Right, and it's plum without a B, so it's not like he's plumbing to depths unknown. It's like plum like you eat it. So, okay, so maybe it's a metaphor, maybe it's in passing, maybe it's in this case it's the name of a restaurant. <laughs> I think it's a terrible name for a movie. And then it's also named for something, uh, a restaurant. Like, it's a terrible name for a restaurant. It's a terrible name. This movie is about a terrible name that a business decided to call itself. Now, and the movie decided to call itself, too. If the movie wanted to save itself, it could be called Dom's, Don's Plum with a B on the end because then it would be possessive in that maybe Don's a plumber. I or would, maybe he's, like I said, plumbing to depths unknown in filmography. Or I would rename in, this movie. Or ladies' vaginas. He could be plumbing to depths. <laughs> yeah, maybe deep. that's what it is. He's Tom's penis plumbing. Plum, P-L-U-M-B. I would call it One Night. You ever see that movie, One Night at McCool's? No. One Night at McDonald's. Plum, one Night at McPlum's one is what I would call McPlum. this film. And people would be like, I get it. It's a One Night at McPlum's. It's really bad lighting in this scene. The director did a poor job with that. That looks, the brightness is too bright. We just seen a restaurant scene where they do a close-up where the head's not cut, and then a outward right here with the restaurant with all that, and then they cut back, and it's a medium shot with those two. Uh, so they've got three cameras. They're tight. Speaking of tight, who is this? I know Nikki Cox is in this movie. Uh, wow. Anyway, I'm in love. I'm in love. This movie just made me fall in love with Hollywood, young Hollywood stars from the 90s. Oh, yeah, and then they cut here. <coughs> oh, here we go. The entourage is back. Oh, it's E. We're all going to sit at a table that with the light, it's so fucked up we can't see because our director is a piece of shit. I'm, <laughs> it is such a piece of shit direction because uh, the frame's not built. I mean, there's a cinema veritas style, even like a law and order kind of scrappy camera style, and this isn't it. This isn't the era of it. Did we get a phone call? Uh, no, it was just a, a – this is his place. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> I don't know who this guy Don is. Don Plum. He said, welcome to Don's Plum. I'm Don Plum. He said that? Yeah, just now. Oh. And that actor is a funny little actor, too. He was in... Um, he was in Ocean's Eleven, I think. Oh, great. He played uh, Valet Plumber number two. Uh, wow, so we, the title of the movie has been announced. Only 20 minutes into this film, 21 minutes. She's smoking a 90s joint. She did not get that at a dispensary. She had to roll it herself. 
I don't know. L.A. was different back then. Uh, you know, marijuana went legal medicinally in 96, so maybe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe she has a Proposition 215. Is that what it is? 214? 96, yes. That's what it was. 96. Knock yeah. me down. <laughs> It's so funny. They smoke incessantly in this restaurant. The, the the table is illuminated, so all you, which is not really shot well, but not shot. You can see the smoke coming out of and there. And you can't see the French fries. Why is no one eating French fries? Oh, I thought it was a Korean barbecue place with a little grill in the middle with all that fucking smoke coming out of the table. <laughs> it's a classic LA. It is kind of a classic. It's booths, and then they have like wooden tables oh. outside. To- Toby McGuire giving her the eye, giving her the sexy eye. He's, you know, he's thinking. I wonder how I could fleece her in cards. He's a poker. Uh, Is he? Yeah, he. Someone sued him, saying that he got fleeced by Tim McGuire in poker. Uh, here comes Leo. Fish, underwater. Is that an homage to? That's a reference to Titanic, right there. Oh, what having him be seen through the fish tank. But look how Leo moves. You wonder if he like. That's how he moves. Normally, like just kind of struts in, like, or is he acting for this film? Oh my God, his voice is so low, and yeah. I mean high, like a little boy. Well, I wonder what he was doing back then, uh, Kevin Connolly. I know he was doing Unhappily Ever After, but I think it was before that. Whatever his breakout role was. I thought his breakout role was an entourage. <laughs> he was, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right, but he had done, like, other stuff. He's been a working actor. Yeah. God, Tommy McGuire's hair, he needs to shave that chin. He's got, like, a shaggy uh, uh, chin circle. Of uh, stubble. It's when your chin sticks out of your stubble. They're like, we're so funny and amazing that we can say anything around a table and film it, and it's incredible. Well, that's what I think. It's like this guy said, hey, you know, we're just killing time anyway. Why don't we shoot some of my movie? You think this movie took uh, six months or eight months to shoot? <sighs> More like weeks. They're not looking at their phones. That's oh, look at Leonardo DiCaprio can blow the smoke crapio. rings. He's blowing smoke rings. He's blowing smoke up. Uh. This is the first movie, by the way. Not only is this the first movie that Leo and Toby appeared in, their next movie being The Great Gatsby. This is the first time The Revenant Which is another bear. terrible movie. I just saw it this week and I love it. The Great Gatsby? Yeah. Ugh. It's like a cartoon. It's a comic book. But this is the Reven- the bear from the Revenant also makes an appearance in this movie. The bear? Yeah, he's in the next booth. I haven't seen the Revenant. He gets attacked, mauled by a bear. I haven't seen it either. But I have seen the Great Gatsby, and that was what interest reminded me of this movie, was the fact that the- this is the first time Toby and Leo appeared in a movie, and the next time was 15 years later or so. Well, even more. This is, I mean, this is so just sophomoric and. Oh, the waitress is here. I I don't. I would love to riff this movie, but I just don't know what's going uh, yeah, on. I, I don't. I can't. There's nothing the heck my hat out of this movie. Other it's the waitress is all excited because she's like, they're. Who, she's she's familiar to me. You don't think they got an actual waitress to see? No, is that it's not Carol Kane, but it sounds like her. Oh, it's not Carol Kane. Carol Kane would be much older than these people at this time. She looks so familiar. They all look. Fries, 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 fries. They're ordering fries? Well, I wonder what Toby's going to eat. Is it going to have meat in there? I thought they're all vegetarians. Don't they, uh, don't in Hollywood all, all they do is suck cock? 
I that's the, they were talking they were talking about masturbating for the past five minutes so I don't oh, know. Oh right, yeah. Gosh, a movie about masturbation is about masturbation. I yeah. I mean, well, this is they're clearly masturbating their own egos on this. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Amy. Of course, I destroyed your name, but for posting this, it's uh, an important artifact, a curio, as it, it were. It is so bizarre. She's tucking herself in the mirror to say Beetlejuice three times. Change this movie. What's up with the little girl in the red dress in the background? Wait, there's a dead girl in the background? Uh, red, a red girl. It's a Schindler's List joke. Oh. I'm trying to riff this movie. Right. I've, I, well, it's impossible to understand what's happening because there's no plot. There's no script. And they're all kind of talking over each other edgewise trying to be... Well, let's create a script. Let's create a plot for this movie. So Toby McGuire found out he may. Oh, have he just cancer. said cunt. That's good. He said something like "you twatty bitch fat cunt" or something. But I'm wondering if he's affecting a character, or is he just playing himself? Is this what Leo was like during the height? I guess. Of the heights of it, it's fascinating. Well, you know what? I, I used to hang out with the Pussy Posse. I don't know if you knew that. I I didn't. I didn't know that. I was called Mike. That was my nickname. That's what they called me, and I would say. Uh, they call you Mike. Yeah, Leo never tipped. <laughs> he just sticks the tip of his dick in things, and that's that's all. That's the only tip that he gives. He would say stuff like, you know, you should uh, read the entire script before a greeting. Uh, at least they got some more ladies here. We're talkers. That's what we need is another person to come in and I talk. I know. There's like 14 people talking and nobody's... And now the hippie smoking girl is is pouting. Oh, so I'm like, oh, yeah, she is pouting. The camera's on her face. He has three speeds, this director, and three different camera angles. And it just cuts intersperses with them. And then people keep going to the toy toy. The ladies' room. Dom's plum, by the way. He has two-way mirrors in the ladies' room. But it's not mentioned in this film. There was a bar in San Francisco that I swear had a two-way mirror in the ladies' room. Because in the men's room, they had a, uh, a two-way mirror in the, in the men's room. Above the urinal, they had a, uh, like a glass, a darkened glass, and you could look out. And when you go to the bar and you look at the glass on the other side, it was a mirror. And if you go to the ladies' room, they had a full-length mirror. And they, uh, well, that makes sense. So, but no, but I think what they're letting the guys know is that we have a two-way mirror in the ladies' room. Yeah, two-way mirror, great. This is a whore. Oh, he's such a jerk. They're talking, this is real talk for men. This is the real talk. There's a lot of people that were part of this posse, by the way. I, there's, the people keep showing up around the table. You know who's supposed to be in this movie, and I'm going to mispronounce his name, is Ethan Slurpee or Slurpee? You know, uh, the, uh, Supply, the fat guy. Well, I'm sure he would rather have his name mispronounced than be referred to as the fat guy, but yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was in um, Lost. He, no, no, he's, <laughs> that's a different gentleman. He was in uh, uh, My Name is Earl. Right, 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 different, different fat guy, but yeah, and now. Mall rats and Mallrats. Right, right, uh, right, he's funny, he's tall and big, he's like a giant. He, he hung with his posse and he shows up as a like, fat bum, I believe IMDb referred to him as. So he's going to be in this film. Uh, so don't blink. I won't, but um, Leonardo DiCaprio is such a little bitch. I know, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's acting in this movie. I think he's being his real self. 
Oh, boy. Now she's like... Uh, guys, take it outside, huh? No Couples like to fight uh, when social gatherings, it's awkward. I think they made this movie because Woody Allen wasn't available. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, this is around Celebrity. Celebrity in the movie was, what, 1999? And uh, that featured Leonardo DiCaprio playing a... Uh, uh, kind of an asshole celebrity with an entourage, like a parody of himself. I don't think this is a parody. Trying, it's not a parody. Yeah. He's really not painting himself in a good light either, if it's not a parody. So this guy who directed Don's Plum did this something that Woody Allen did la- years later. He actually thought of the idea before. Oh, now they're throwing shit at women. Uh, throwing glasses. But there's no one else in this restaurant. Isn't that amazing? So it doesn't, even Dom, who introduced himself, hasn't showed up and go, don't throw shit in my restaurant. And then they high five. What a misogynistic tale. Well, they, these are proto bros. Proto bros. Retro bro. Brotro. It's retro. These guys are retro, the original bros. This is what an asshole, young 20 something assholes should look like, at least from the 90s. I can relate to these guys. Ooh, they're kissing and she's got her sh- hand on her dress, shirt. This movie just got uninteresting. <laughs> he's still, E from Entourage still sounds like E from Entourage, even though he's 16 here. <laughs> he has such a, oh, she's crying in the back. You know what? Don't worry about those. A- they're assholes. Don't hang out with them. They think they're cool. They're not cool. Yeah, start a new life. Get out of that bathroom and go somewhere else. Go to another bathroom. Go to another bathroom. She's just like pontificating. Oh. Bro, new bro. Oh, so Don did come in there and say, what the fuck? You're throwing shit around. And then they did that. She's freaking out. She's going to like kill herself or something. Oh, I know her. She's my prom date from from years ago. (laughs) Must have gone to the bathroom You can't see again. any of the food because the table that's is so, so wide. Oh, why so did you put the... that? Why did you put that down light there? I guess that's how he made the movie: is that he put like a professional light onto the table and then just shot. We're gonna watch them eat a meal in real time. If you guys want to eat along this movie, uh, get yourself an order of fries. She's fucking up this car like a Street Fighter too. Well, she should. She should stab the tires. She used to kick the car until the bonus stage is cleared in Street Fighter 2. There's a... hi You beat up a car. Oh. Yeah, and then it goes on with the fighting scene. Did they notice? We have an extra order of fries. Oh, that's for the girl who's kicking the car outside. So, you know, if this is a favor for a friend, it was what? They just hung around and chit-chatted while the guy was, like, just playing the camera in the background? I guess, and Leonardo DiCaprio is just being a jerk. But that's what I'm saying. I th- yeah, get oh, out that sh- baseball bat. Get serious. Oh man, that's some first action. This movie happens, and it's only uh, 32 minutes into the film. She's really smashing the front end of the Jeep's uh, windshield. Yeah, that's, some, that's an expensive. That's expensive. That was. I wonder if. It's one is that tape. Johnny Depp? Who is that? Johnny Depp? No. I don't know, but there's another customer in there, and he's really aggravated. And he has a light on him, wow, too. She's really banging up this car. Look at that. And it's a slow motion, so you have to look at that. 
why would you do like can't you just like pretend it's a movie and then like use a stunt car or something and not smash up the fr- that's gonna cost you at least 20 bucks and i don't drive a car but <laughs> yeah, you smash yeah, up the front window all the yeah a couple thousand dollars worth of the damage there at least so for what that's probably the most expensive thing yeah that's far he's just been spinning around in circles do you think that's giant tip sure why not Johnny Depp's is kind of a mess And Leo's kind of normal now Well I don't know if that's Johnny Depp in the back He's He's a total prick Leo He's really changed my view Of who's eating Gilbert Grape You know after bros? She just said it's the first incarnation Of the word bros So this is like all these asshole boys And then it just gets The women pissed off and they go in the, the girls room And they, they let it out It's an experimental film We're watching the waitress like act. Right, to herself in the two-way mirror. She's probably the only actress we have here in this film. And it's ironic she's serving food. Who knew that the LA waitress was an actress? I, I think every single one. I, I just I, all this makes me want to. I mean, I already don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. I haven't. I have a whole joke about him being just a douche. Oh, but right. um, yeah. How, me... But this is making it me just be completely justified in my hatred for him. Absolutely. I mean, first I'm just so angry at um, Martin Scorsese or Martin Scorsese or however uh-huh. the fuck he wants to say his name because of that stupid movie Wolf of Wall Street that won all of these awards and it was right. three hours too long. The entire uh-huh. movie could have been an hour and twenty minutes easily if they would have cut some of his terrible monologue this isn't even my joke this is just me hating Leonardo DiCaprio not every word that drips from his honeyed lips is pure gold and it wasn't all great acting and it kept showing the same thing over and over and over look at me talking in front of a bunch of people and snow them all into believing this and look at me and it just kept going and going and then they gave him awards I saw that movie and I was so bored I couldn't stop watching it only because it was like how long is it going to go and is anything actually going to happen what's your opinion on Wolf of Wall Street I think it's the worst one of the worst movies that's ever been movied yeah, all right, but he made a, a string of movies, string of three-hour movies with Leo in a row. Shutter Island, which I didn't I, see that. Well, he's investigating an institution, and I haven't seen it either. But the twist is that he's crazy to begin with. He's a patient. Oh. So that's not too tight. So ew, the waitress is like French kissing this guy. Oh, I found an interesting fact about the director. So the director was in the scene of a uh, Christmas story, and he he triple dog dare someone to stick his tongue. And then I checked his IMDb. He was the guy in a Brady movie. <gasps> really? Who French kisses, uh, who gets French kissed by Marsha. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm French kissing you. I'm sticking my tongue in there or whatever. Huh. So that's two he tongue references. He two reference. tongue references. Yeah. And now in the movie he directs, this guy is like French, basically Frenching the way stuff. Dom's, the she's Dom's plum. No, he's in the girl's room too, crying like a little girl. My emotions. These guys are into the game before the game was around. <laughs> Negging. Uh, oh, so this guy is complaining. He's, he's standing the audience. up against. He's us, the audience proxy. He's yeah, saying, shut the fuck up, Leonardo DiCaprio. Shut it up. Shut it up. Um, Lee, I, so, yeah, I, I really hate him. 
Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into him. I'm, I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm emulating him. Right? He's like a role model to me. I'm the opposite. I think I have to behave like Leo. Yeah, I guess that's the way to get ahead. Yeah, bro, get some head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm back from being Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Don's no. Plum. That's such a stupid name. And you know, they probably the guy said that's such a great name. We should make a movie and we'll just rent. Yeah, we'll just rent the we'll just rent this uh, old cool diner thing because it has the sign. We'll name oh, it after the sign. The, wait, the waitress waitress just placed something on the table. You can't see what the fuck it is though because the lighting. Wait, yeah, it's so bad. It's like they're having a séance and they're they're calling the light that they want us to fall into the light. <laughs> it's the light from uh, Repo Man and Pulp Fiction and Kiss Me Deadly. It's oh the right, it's the, the light table. exactly. Yeah. Except there's no magic there because all of them are terrible, terrible actors. But I don't think they're acting in this They're movie. not acting. I think they just started talking about something like, hey, let's film roll. But whatever they said, they, they didn't want this released to the public. So we're just talking over some gold right now. They're just talking about the food being lukewarm. <laughs> oh, man. What's the reason that we're here, man? Do you think we'll get sued because if they could hear the speaker playing? No. All right. They can't hear the speaker playing. Oh, well, because, I don't know. That Why would, fun. would they, What would they sue you for? You don't have anything. You know, I'm looking, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio is everything. What is he going to sue for? What is he going to say? Hey, I don't know. It's I a, just, it's, we get to free speech. We get to talk about how crappy he is all day long. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, my God. So this camera has just been spinning, spinning. around the table. I'm starting to just, feel nauseous. I know. You haven't even had the fries two packs of cigarettes a coke and a coffee leo's got a coke and a coffee and he's smoking man that's the that's the juice of the young oh my god now toby mcguire's gonna go in the bathroom the girl's bathroom all right i'm gay and i hope people don't watch this movie because i said i'm gay can't believe that why did i murder my grandmother you're not shooting this are you rob okay Really this looks like he's washing his hands. It's so weird that every single friend has to talk to that mirror. Like, why can't they just bring the mirror out to the table and have him sit with the rest of their friends? It's all good in the hood. Oh my god, this is so bad. They're like. Improvise what? in the bathroom. What hood You're is that? You're boring. You boring little twat. How did he get all famous? I just don't get it. He's not that great of an actor. No, he's, he's not that interesting of a person. He's not that good looking. Tell me what, why. Why? What is he? He's a good poker player and he can fleece all your money. He's the original rounder. Someone sued him because he got fleeced. They find these guys who have a lot of money. He, someone sat down in a celebrity poker game with Tobey Maguire, and I believe Leo was part of the game, and he spent his company's money. And he sued Tobey Maguire saying, I lost all this, my employer's money playing, did you scam me at a poker game? And I think, and the man lost. Wow. Because it's gambling. Yeah. And you know what? It's gambling. All right, someone's bare ass in the restaurant. That's two male asses. I need to see and some And it's balls. four in the morning, and all they do is hang out at this place? Well, I think they're drunk. Well, they would be drinking, I guess. They're smoking enough cigarettes. And they keep going to the bathroom, so maybe they are doing coke. I just... 
They're talking to bless you. They're, they're playing. I've never. I've never. Drink coffee. <laughs> this is, by the way, the the same exact plot line to the Justin Bieber movie. She's never snorted sweet and low. Let's play I Never. I never seen this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> Either have I. I never want to see this movie again. This movie, like, there's some bad movies. This is a good example where its bark it's bigger than its bite. Like, you hear so much. I've spent so many years reading about this movie, and now that we're finally seeing it, I just can't wait to run away from it. I know. You there's know? nothing's happening. Who dies? Who gets someone? Someone's going to kill Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Is that well, the crux of the movie? I think you're right. I think someone is going to die at the end. They'll be like, you know, Radio Rahim will show up, and they'll get killed by the cops, or something Something last minute will pop up. Uh, maybe Probably not Radio Rahim, but I do think... Uh, Maybe one of these characters will, in the heat of passion, not, they're not going to, they're going to run away from the check. Is that what's going to happen? That's I'm, the crux of the story? I think it's about that that guy has a beard and none of the others do and he looks 10 years older than all of them, but they're all the same age. I think that's Nikki Cox right there. Who's Nikki Cox? She was in Unhappily Ever After with Kevin Connolly. Oh, which uh, is a show I never saw. So. She had her own show on uh, called Nikki. She was in Las Vegas, the television series. All things I've never seen oh well i'm a fan obviously so i'm just saying i just i just i don't understand that this is like this um in theater we used to call them vanity projects oh where like you knew that no no, you weren't going to lose money but you weren't going to make any money and it was just basically so you could do this one part or like somebody oh you know self-publishing books used to be known as vanity project like well what's the difference between a vanity project and a art uh, a film student, film school student, film project. Well, because the student is learning, and a vanity project is not a school thing. It's like I'm a person not doing it for an assignment or not doing it for any other reason other than I think I can make a movie. But you don't think Tungai Tungai does not know anything about filmmaking. I mean, no offense, Tungai, but it's just like just the way the things are shot. At least here, you can kind of see above Toby's head, but it's just yeah. I don't so if this is one continuous conversation, how did he shoot this? It's not a one take. They cut it. It uh, Who knows? And they're all wearing the same clothes, right? Yeah. They must have filmed this in one night. 12 hours. 12 right? hours. And that was what the attorneys were saying, that it was just a 12-hour uh, favor for a friend. Right. Because, I mean, this scene, this table scene, the boring scene where everyone's talking over each other, Okay, so that that was going on and on and on and on. They can cut any direction they want with it. And then they've got everybody in the bathroom. That's easy. They just stick him in the bathroom and tell him to talk. And then they just had their establishing shots in the beginning where he was sleeping with her. Right. And then... I have a 12-hour favor I'm asking for you. Can you help me move? Is that what they're going to ask? That's the crux of the movie? Well, I just like, I like the fact that, it's, you know, it was just a 12-hour favor to a friend. Right. <laughs> What's that, like, help you move? That's only, t- only take 12 hours. Oh, this is the sucking cock part. This is the gay part. Oh, so let's see if Toby says I suck cock. They're from uh, Korea. Okay, they're not ugly brown cigarettes. Oh, oh, they are ugly brown cigarettes. He's That's such a 90s thing, too. I wish we had closed captioning on this, so I can ignore that. Oh, so you're talking about gay stuff. It's, too, it's more acceptable for two girls to kiss than... Okay. 
Okay, let's. Um, narrow, narrow. We're only going to quiet now because we want to hear Toby say, say something awful. AIDS. This is the reason why the movie was never released. Every character gets to talk in the bathroom. I'm going to talk in the bathroom mirror, too. Mike, you can do it. You can make it through this movie. I don't... I might have to go in the bathroom and talk to myself. What would you say to the bathroom mirror? It's... Let's all talk I, to the bathroom mirror. I, I, well, I really want there to say something about gay stuff because it is gay pride today, by it the is, way. We, yeah. we slogged through, to get here, uh, Pam, we slogged Benjamin through the hordes the of You've people. Give money to the Patreon page to Muni Radio. Pam actually made it from the Tenderloin to here. I walked. I couldn't walk get a bus. through the city because it's a fucking mess. It's a mad show of... It's the parade today. It's the, the parade. pride parade. It so was it's crazy. Pride. Which, you know, it doesn't. they weren't broadcasting it live. Thank God. Who knows? Everyone was there. Who needs to broadcast it anywhere? Everybody was there. Need to broadcast it. Everyone from Walnut Creek came in. It was like a huge. There was San Ramon had banners. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? They're like, we're 18 year olds. We get to drink today. Woo! The garbage cans are overflowing. Uh, Hagen Dazs was giving away ice cream to everyone, and I saw a couple people Those with bags bastards. full of Hagen Dazs, and it was funny because one of the African American ladies was giving it out on the on the bus. And I was like, what great marketing of Hagen dazs To give out ice cream. To give out ice cream to everybody. No, no, no. They 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 must have stopped giving it out and they were just giving huge bags to lots oh, of people. Yeah. So people will say, yeah. So there were people on the bus that were like, I can't deal with all this ice cream. You want some? And I didn't eat any because I they weren't offering it to me and they were offering it to the other African American people. But well, I, I should I have it was hot that. on the bus. But I do know that you can't really be if you have a bag full of ice cream that's gonna melt, you really you're absolutely right. You have to pass it out. You have to pass it out. And you have to according to you, you have to pass it out to your own race. Well, they didn't offer me any on the bus, and they offered a lot of other people. Well, I'm sure if you said, can I have my ice cream? They would have given it to me, yeah, absolutely. They have a bag full of ice cream, and the ice cream's going to melt anyway. Nobody's going to say, no, you can't have it. I would rather have it melt in a bag that I'm holding <laughs> than give, give it, it to you. you. But um, I think that Agendaz was smart to give it out to everybody at the parade today. This, all that guy is, is semi-good-looking. He's not even, he's terrible. He's semi-good-looking? Well, you know, it's he funny. He thinks that this is the thing, is all four of these guys think... And I guess they are. They're super movie stars or whatever. But that's the problem, is they think they're so good-looking, and I hate that. These but fucking the guys. This they movie. the pussy posse, and we just run around, and we get to fuck all these ladies because the, we're so special. The irony of this movie is that for people who are so pretty, for men who are so Hollywood gorgeous, it does not show in this movie. It's shot in a way that they all look like pale little ghosties uh, with bad facial hair. Yeah, you're right. Like, look at that Tobey Maguire facial hair. It's disgusting. It's, it's like a, a little fuzz around the chin. You know, if you, your chin looks like an ass and it sticks out like that, then you shouldn't. God, Don's Plum Restaurant. If it has cocktails, then why aren't they drinking? They're just drinking coffee. Maybe the, around the corner is the bar. <laughs> what does that side mean? <laughs> How are we doing out of time? So, people, if you're listening, and God bless you, it's we're 48 minutes and And now three she's seconds. like, he said, big fat titties. And she goes, well, how are mine? And then they all touch her boobs. Yeah, they're grabbing it. Oh, Leo, gross. He's just, ew. Now the girls the are kissing. Stuff. Girls are kissing. But he just rubbed her nipple. But he did. Yeah. You don't do that. Not a Dom's pond. That's not what Dom's pond's about. Oh, They're just remember. I mean, I really hate the bathroom scenes too now. 
Yeah, I don't like that they all, they've been sitting there at a table for so long. It doesn't look like any of them have to pee. Like, I guess people have been standing up. All they do is just smoke. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Three homosexuals here. All right. Oh, he's got to go to the bathroom, but we already seen this scene. Talk about fruit and Brad's out of here. Uh, um. Oh, and Leo. So what if what if he's gay? I don't even know who he is. God, the way they wash their hands, people in the future are going to watch this and go, this is the reason why we ran out of paper towels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right. Like, these assholes, this movie. It's all Jeremy Sisto's fault. Is that really Jeremy Sisto? I don't know. Who is... Who's Jeremy Sisto? Did he come up with Sisto Systems? Cisco's, yeah. yeah. Cisco Food Co. Oh, wow. He, oh, he has a food court where you can get a Mountain Dew and a hot dog? Well, he's the only one with actual Cisco? facial hair, and he seems to like to stare at himself in the mirror. Such a 90s like, thing. so good looking. This movie was shot now. Everyone will have a beard. I, yeah, I hate these. I hate, I hate, watching this makes me hate every single one of these actors even more than I hated them in the past. You hate Eve from Entourage even more? I How do. is that possible? I do. No, Did you I do. even see the Entourage movie? And here's the How thing. How can is, you even say that? He's so tiny. They're all so short and tiny. Yeah, they are tiny. Well, E from Entourage is tiny, but he he owns. Toby Tobey Maguire, tiny. Where's Seth Green? Oh, Seth Green's actually been sitting at the table. You just haven't. You seen just him. haven't seen him. Yeah, you can't can't see him. He's too tiny. So we have finally other people have showed up, and guess what? They look like they're pretending to be uh, improvising or acting. She's acting a little too hard. That was I, some hard acting. I can't say they're improvising. I think they're pretending to improvise or something. Or just So what's gonna happen? What's the MacGuffin? Is there a bomb under the table? Where's the it's microphone? all the cigarettes. The cigarettes together become this one ginormous cigarette and then the whole place. Back is in the nineties when you could smoke in restaurants still? That was the thing. That's the table's gonna explode. That white light has been there for so long. Oh my god. It's I, burning the table bottles? up. I see a ketchup bottle and it looks like there's like a, a water bottle in the middle. They're ghost bottles, they're all in white. Ghost, let's watch Ghost Bottles. Ghost Bottles. That's a good movie. It sounds like a good film. They haven't left this fucking table. At least we went from a bar to some bare-ass guy in his bed, and now it's this table. Now to this table. Yeah, because well, we're all going to go to Don's Plum. Oh, it's exciting. This is like Full Metal Jacket when you start off with the training and then you go into Vietnam. <laughs> I, I don't understand how the girls dancing in the bar had anything to do with anything. They had nice stock, uh, fishnet net stockings. It was because they promised Dita Ventis that she could put her pussycat dolls in something because they're the pussy posse. Oh, I see. This is the though. bar section. Oh, it's like Cantor's, I guess. They have a restaurant so, or a bar. So, I guess, right, there's the bar room inside Don's Plum. So 90s, that bar. I miss 90s bars. He's trying to interrupt. Ooh, he's, this is, he's macking. This is how the pussy posse works. You shake the hand of a girl. We just, every Saturday night, we just kind of come hang out here all night. Man. Kevin Connolly has a voice that people will say, yeah, keep acting. Don't do voice work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has a voice for tele- for movies. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't, it's high and weird. And, and he's, I'm watching a Mac. Oh, she's macking. That's the couple that came in there. Right. He's going to give her a moment to come to the table and talk to the guys. Oh, yeah, just like in real life, just like that New York Magazine article. God, I can't believe, like, so let's say this guy was able to get this movie in the theater. 
What were people going to say? Hey, did you see that new Leo movie where they're at a restaurant so they got a table? I don't, you know, like you can walk away from a movie and go, yeah, he was stuck on an island or yeah, his boat sank. Oh yeah, he was eating, he was acting like a bro and eating food. I don't even think I've seen him eat anything. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Well, part of this thing, and this is important, it's not just riffing. Bad movies need to be seen, but sometimes you just can't watch a bad movie by yourself. You need right. to be pushed. And that's why this podcast is about, I'm pushing you to see Don's Plum. Yeah. It's, this movie technically was released 2001. So this is the first 21st century movie on this podcast because yeah. bad movies spawn. I'm not going to focus on one particular decade. I want to hit every that. generation. Yeah. Hit, hit, hit all the bad movies. Although this is very 90s. She wants to try to make out with him now. I have no idea. what What is his sexual prowess and power? I just don't get... Oh, that's right. They're acting. Well, she was with a man and the man leaved and now she's like all over Kevin. I love season two better than season three of Entourage. Like you've never ever been fucked before in your entire life. That's why I, I, if I had a nickel, I hear that conversation. So she's seducing him. She's seducing him. Yeah, well, she's good at it. And I like how everyone in the nineties wear watches and don't look at their phones. Isn't that funny? There were no phones. Well, I guess Leonardo DiCaprio was on. He it. had a phone, but I'm sure they used the bar phone or something of that nature. Oh, this bar is pretty fucking ugly. People who shoot films in bars should be shot. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm listening to IMDb for a movie that was shot at the attic. Remember the attic, that old bar? Yes, I do remember the attic. I, a friend of mine, Christina, had shot a movie where I was uh, uh, an MC of a crazy show. It was fun, and I think it was called The Stupids, but for some reason I'm listed on it in IMDb. Uh, uh, one time when I was in junior high, um, hey, so you have a phone call. All right, so let's do the phone call thing. Okay. So uh, you have to pick up the phone and say hello. Okay. Hey, everybody, you're watching, you're listening to uh, Let's Watch a Full Length Movie Together on YouTube with Mike yeah, Spiegelman. And uh, right now he's yes, taking a phone call, and, and we'll say, press the white button, and then hang up the phone. White button. And phone goes up all the way. Hey. All right, you are on the air, Mutiny Radio. Hello. Okay. New information and old information. All right, lay it on me. What's your name? Oh, my name Sweet Gale is my stage name. Oh, I know you, Sweet Gale. Uh, you know me. So what I like to do is promote um, everyone to know. Oh, just I'll tell you what. Out of respect, just tell me what the point of this show is before you speak and, and why you're calling. She she doesn't know. I, Cause I like to talk. She has no idea what's happening right now. All right, well, Sweet what, Gale, what show this. we can tell her first. I don't have a computer hookup, but you tell me what it is, and I can talk about it. All right, well, we're talking about uh, nothing in particular, but go ahead. You got 30 seconds, Sweet right, Gale. Good, good, good. The old information is I'd like everyone to know the the number of the White House Situation Room. That's one two zero two. Uh huh. Four five six. Okay. Nine four three one. I'd like everyone to know that number. What's the Everything, number again? What was that? What was the number again, Sweet Gail? One two zero two. Okay. Four five six. All right. Nine four three one. Okay. As Americans, we all should have that number. Okay. Thank you so much, Sweet Gail. I appreciate your call. Heart, you That's the situation room in the in the. I didn't say three minutes. Thirty oh. seconds. Oh, I didn't. Well, I wanted to tell you about fish, but if you don't have time. Fish like the band or fish like the food? No, no. I found out fish are as intelligent as a dog, and you can train them. And when you stick them in a fish tank, they know they're in a fish tank. 
I, I feel the same way about Leonardo DiCaprio. I feel like Don't. he's actually in a fish. Every time he's in a movie, he's actually in a fish tank. Yeah, he's making money. If I he can get his camera money. and make faces and make all that money, I wouldn't care what I do. What's your opinion on Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, what can I say about him? Well, he, he's a very smart guy. You know what he said one time? What? He said one time that he doesn't give diamonds to anyone but his mama. Do you, have you ever heard of a guy named uh, Toby McGuire? I heard the name. I think is that kind of like um, Spider-Man or something like that. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. Do you have an opinion on Spider-Man? Uh, well, I'm, this is where I, I, this I do. I piss people off. I mean, I'm always for everyone enjoying themselves whatever form, as long as they're not harming anyone else. If grown men want to run around and idolize Spider-Man and Superman and Batman and make it like a godlike figure, that's okay, as long as you're not harming anyone else. And Sweet. same with basketball. I can take it or leave it. But all of these <laughs> things are better than shooting up people. I agree. So, Suke, can you promote yourself, give the promotion, and then we're going to go back to this, what okay, we're doing. thank you for the time, because I like to talk. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Bye. 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 No, you hit the red button. Oh, I will, for sure. So, uh, I think that maybe she was speaking allegorically, like all of these actors think that they're supermen around the table. I want to thank her for She was our first call. The whole concept of this live call is that people can call and talk about the movie that we're watching on YouTube right she I, doesn't I, even have a computer she has no idea what the show is no idea do you know that there's another internet station in the city that does not give out their phone number because they don't want that person to call them I do I am aware of that they're, they're told on air not to give out the phone number yeah well she she knows it it's she sees it on our, all of our flyers so uh, but I think she brought up a good allegorical point is sure. that all of these actors around the table believe that they're superheroes one of them has played a superhero leonardo dicaprio thinks he's god so that would sort of fall into the realm of superhero he's never played a superhero leonardo dicaprio has he played like a cartoon or hidden persona like i wonder well he played i mean in catch me if you can he played lots of different characters but he wasn't a but, superhero but he was playing a real person but he I could mean, fly. He has played a lot of real per- he has played uh howard hughes he's played uh jay edgar hoover right jay hoover who, uh, he's never played like a, uh, a, a fictional super, character. Yeah, he hasn't been like Ant-Man or... I guess The Island is based on a novel. Oh, who's getting Gilbert Gabe? He's, he's played like fictional characters. Oh, they just cut. They cut to black. That's never happened before. That was like our phone call we had. I, I know Sweet Gail and she's very nice. So she's, she's very sweet. She's very sweet. So nice that But she, she does have no idea what's going on. I, I still have no idea what's going on in this movie. That's why I wanted to get her take on the movie because... She might have just as great of an insight on this because I've been watching it now for I think 45 minutes and I have no idea what's happening. Well, what's happening? Except is this that Leonardo DiCaprio's ego is bigger than the. He promised a diamond ring to these girls, but little do these girls know that Hilly gives diamonds to his mama. Yeah, smart yeah. man. His mama is Susan Sarandon. D- I don't know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> Hollywood facts. Learn. Information. I just ripped that off another group. God damn it. I just quoted another podcast. I'm sorry. Here he comes. Ethan uh, Supley. Oh, there he is. Ethan Supley. And he comes in with a shirtless guy. It's Dave Grohl. It's Dave Grohl. <laughs> See, they're acting. This is what happens in real life. Someone shows up looking like shit, and someone shows up looking like shit, and they come and talk to our characters. That's like real life. So they are just acting.
Well, this is this happens to me all the time when you're in a restaurant and someone comes up and asks for change inside the restaurant. When, so they don't even leave the table when they get accosted by transients. The homeless have to come to the table. Designated transients for the day. Right, so they show up in the table. It does happen. I've been in restaurants where people come up to you inside, but the director said, "I'm going to get. I'm going to need to get a tight shot on Leonardo's face, looking happy and smiling, with his bangs all pushed back." The shirtless guy, you can see his belly button is pretty predominant, and then the guy with the shirt, you can still see his belly button, like the little sweat stayed around it. Like you can see the guys, the shirtless guy's nipples and belly button, and then the guy with the shirt, you can see the sweaty part of his shirt where his nipples and belly button are. He's a big man. Yeah, he's a big man. It happens. Actually, have you seen a movie called The First 20 Billion? Uh, it's the hardest or whatever. It's a Poe. No. It's, it's a, the first dot-com bubble. Uh, one of the investors wrote a novel, and it was made into a miserable movie, which Ethan is in. Ethan Hawke? No, Ethan, oh, our Ethan friend. Oh, Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. And as much as we criticize, make fun of his weight, I thought the guy would look so horrible. Like, I thought I really felt like he should go to a doctor watching the movie. Right. He was just, I've never seen him bigger. And, I, you know, he was really just kind of large. Don says, get out of my plum, baby. Pushing yeah. Plum it out. Oh, hey, something's going to happen. Fight, fight, And then the tiniest guy gets up. Little Kevin Connolly gets up and says. Well, it's always the little guys. You got to watch out for them. Look, they got up from the table. Magic. Did the Hollywood vampires ever make a movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? There was a group of uh, 70s partiers like John Lennon and Mickey Dolenz. And uh, they called themselves the Hollywood uh, Harry Nielsen. They I called themselves know. the Hollywood vampires. And they would just kind of hang out all night. But even them didn't shoot a vanity movie about themselves. Vanity movie, Don's Plum. Get out of my plum, baby. And, oh, look at that. He's got a wallet with a, a chain, chain on and he it. swung it around. Before the times. You know, Leo snapping it back. Before the times. Douche, douche. So, douche, so in the mid-90s, if you had a chain to your wallet. You it, were up ahead of the curve, baby. Well, it was a retro swinger scene, so that was kind of a retro look. Uh, talk the? to the mirror. They're both talking to the same mirror. So is this happening at the same time, or is this just like a collective? I think that, I'm telling you, the way they shot this movie is that he's like, okay, we're going to have that one scene, do that conversation again, and I'm just going to spin around. This is like a reality okay. show with and the confession yeah. booth. And Exactly, it's the confession booth. And then you just cut it all together. This is what it is. It's like the real world Cancun, which is a movie I'm trying to find on YouTube. But it's just basically reality shot and then a confessional. But I thought they used the same bathroom, the boys and the girls. And But we just saw a man in the bathroom and a woman in the bathroom talking to the mirror. So if it's the same bathroom, or is there two separate bathrooms that just happen to look identical? I think that there's two separate bathrooms that happen to look identical. I think they used one bathroom and they just shot all the actors doing their bits and then he just cut into the movie without thinking that how is that possible if there's really if you're establishing one bathroom that two different people will be confessing to the same fuck. It's the same mirror. Right. But I, well he, I, 
There is no timeline here. All right. Got a slap. Something happened? Oh. Just fuck you with a slap. Oh, my God. Is that Nev Campbell? <laughs> the women here, I have to say, are just gorgeous in this movie. I have to say that because there's nothing really going on in this movie, so I have to say anything. The air in this movie. It's Nev Campbell. It's motherfucking Nev Campbell. Really? Absolutely. Her first, I mean, she must have been sleeping with Leonardo DiCaprio, so she got in the movie. Is Nev a nickname? Is that sure for like? She was in the she was in the movie about the parents. The parents die, and then the five. Scream. Wasn't no, she? She was in Scream too. Yeah. Yeah, and Scream three. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Our first joke of the show. <laughs> I did it, ladies and gentlemen. I riffed a movie. <laughs> that movie was Scream three. Not what I watched. Uh, well, go back to Nev there. Nope. Go back to Nev, yeah. Or go back to eating or something. They've been hanging around like this you can table. Still, they have these boring cups. I can't see anything. My you eyes hurt. You can't see shit. So that's good continuity because you don't know if they what they're eating or they're done it's with cocaine. the meal. It's all made of cocaine. The cups are made of cocaine. You would figure if they were doing cocaine, they would make a cocaine joke inside reference by this point. Something. All they're doing is smoking cigarettes. Leo likes to smoke. That's what he did back in the Pussy Posse Meow. Smoke cigarettes. So many. So do you think they'll be vaping at this point? Yeah, I think they're all vaping. The juice boxes. They're little and blue they, look, they're all talking over each other again. This is a terrible, terrible movie. Yeah, that's that's our job. Pam and our eyes job is to talk over this movie. Now he's gotten all broody for no reason. I think it's that. Uh, I didn't realize the camera was shooting. Let's shoot a movie by pretending we're paparazzi and then just get all the celebrities in the one shot. <laughs> it's a movie about like an espionage red carpet spy or something. That'd be funny. Red carpet spy. Well, that's like that movie Bowfinger where... Where he shoots around Eddie, him. Yeah, that. Eddie Murphy doesn't know he's in the movie. K-I-T. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> this is the last good movie I've ever seen. Keep it together. Yeah, so this could be Bowfinger in real life. Bowfinger 2. Well, now Leonardo DiCaprio, he doesn't even know that his car's been smashed up and he's still pouting and being a little bitch. I didn't get my way. My fries were too cold. This cigarette isn't hot enough. Me. Oh, yeah. Maybe he is brooding. Jeez, that's some classic brooding. All right, Leo, whatever you want, man. Just stop giving me that look. Look at him pout. Oh, I didn't get my way in this mm, Me. My own internal journey is thwarted. Me. <laughs> you mean a journey of like it was a beginning, middle, and end with a with a with a plot resolution? and a story and a re- no, I'm yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any journey I don't here. Think there's any internal journey. I don't think there's any grunge music here. What do, they, do you think these kids listen to grunge back then? I, I don't know. They're too cool for school. I want to find out what happens when he sees his damn car all smashed to hell. He would have to leave the table. And they hang out here all night every Saturday. So wait a minute, that girl just smashed the car up, found a baseball bat inside. Don, was it parked in the parking lot? Yes. Like this, so this restaurant has an indoor parking lot? No, it was outdoor. It was against a big brick wall. Oh, uh, you, wow, I'm so glad you're, you're here with me right now because I'm so lost in this movie. So has the ship hit the iceberg yet? <laughs> this is not Well, they, I feel like the table in front of them is an enormous iceberg. This is like our last run into. last week. We got to, uh, the pleasure to watch Queen Kong, which was sued because it was a ripoff. And this technically could be considered a ripoff because at the height of Leo mania to release a new Leo movie 
would would get people to go in to see it, and then they'll be like, "I got ripped off. This movie's just shit." I miss part. my mom. Fuck you. Oh, they're all oh quiet. everyone's quiet. They oh, our fuck. ringleader, our dickbag ringleader has feelings. Oh, it's so meaningful. Jeez. We miss her too. We fucked her all. We fucked her mom. How is this a 12-hour favor to a friend? He is in throughout this entire movie, for the most part. He's in, like, the girl who broke the car and left. Okay, you're a human being with feelings. Well, he's got his arm around her, and she was, like, not even supposed to be there. Like, <laughs> when she woke up on the other guy's bed, he was like, hey. She was like, uh, just don't tell anybody, okay? And he's all, okay, I won't tell anybody. And then here they are, and Leonardo DiCaprio has his arm around him. Uh, so they... They saved a lot of money by not having a soundtrack to this film. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing like... All uh, they needed was a boom mic. I mean... If I was Don, I'd be like, Hey, guys, you mind if I play my original music on the cassette back here in the background while you guys brood? <laughs> you my brood. name is Don Plum. Right? Like, look at this. They're all brooding now about what? About his dead mom? This is so dumb. You know, so another connection to the director. As I mentioned, he played in the Brady Bunch movie. And he kissed Marsha, and Marsha was played by Eve Plum. Eve Plum, yeah, there we go, but with a B, P L U M B. And without an so, apostrophe I S. So <laughs> Dom is plumbing to the depths of Eve Plum's mouth. Yeah, Leonardo okay. DiCaprio now is going to play. He's, finally, they're going to pay for some music here. Oh my God. It's over at the jukebox. Unless it's a cigarette machine, old school style. Old school style is a jukebox, or not not just go put on she, your music, your phone. She touches him. Are you okay? I have sex with everybody. Oh, he cleared out. He's He hasn't even checked his car yet. He just went from the bar's part to the restaurant, from the restaurant to the bar. I don't know if I like restaurant bar places anymore. I don't think they're cool. This movie has proved to me those places suck balls. Well, and now they're all like, oh, he's in the other room, and... What are we going to do? How are we going to get pussy? Girls aren't going to come here because Jeremy Sisko is here. Listen to some music. Leon is hanging out with his lady friend at the bar. And uh, I don't think they bought it. Did they buy a drink? No. No, they haven't bought a drink. It's so strange. It's like they own the place. But if you pick a place that has a bar next to a restaurant, well, you can just sit there and drink coffee all night. I, I wouldn't. I'd I'll drink drinking. coffee at a coffee house. See, this is... Well, Leo's feels bad, so he's going to get the girl. Well, he has his arm around her, and he's playing with her uh, arm. It's making me awkward. It's making me feel nervous. My backpack's still out there. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's cold. Everything's cool. Yeah. Mine stuff's out Sorry, that's an important part of the podcast for me to check my stuff. <laughs> part of the He's going to start. Well, he already touched your titty earlier, remember? Oh, yeah. He really touched it. Like, geez, that's just gross. Now he's going to kiss her. She's everybody's she's, little slut. She's not even into it. That's the Well, maybe he charmed her. And there's the music. The soundtrack. This soundtrack is available on... <laughs> just kidding. Do you think Miramax would have released this? Because they were in negotiation. Miramax bought up a lot of movies, a lot of great bad movies like this, uh, and never released them, and they dumped them at one point. Prozac Nation is a good example of it. 
Oh boy. That is Nikki Cox, I think. He knows I can't go in the bar. Oh, right, because they're all child actors. Right. And is he making out with his girl? They're really making out. Oh my god, he's going to try to bone he said, her yeah, in the bar. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, I was fucking here. Well, that's what my fantasy is. I get fucked by a guy at a bar who has a wallet and attached to a chain to That's Nikki Cox standing. That's who? Nikki Cox. Nikki Cox. The yeah. boy or the girl? <laughs> well, yes. The lady. So fans of Unhappily Ever After, the television series, will have to see this movie on YouTube before it gets pulled. Right, right her boobs coming out, they're going to... Is he really doing it? He's trying to. Yeah. Now he's going to go back and be angry. Oh, he's got to brood. Did he come right? Oh, she still has her pants on. Oh, she had her fly on zip. That's how they do it. That's how sex is done. In bars. I, I don't know where Dawn is, but I think that this Derek character was trying to get her plum. It's so funny. The derelicts show up and Dawn's like, get the fuck out. And then they're like, we'll just fuck in the bar. Okay, welcome to Dawn's plum. Well, it's like... Oh, my mom's dead, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, my parents are junkies. And he's like, I'm going to make out with you. That's, I have no idea what they're talking about. I've really lost interest. This film, I don't care about what they're saying anymore. No, I, I didn't really in the beginning either. Now he wants a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's Can pretty. I get a hand job? With that creepy underlighting, he looks yeah, terrible. he looks terrible. He kind of looks like Hillary Swank a little bit with those cheekbones. He looks like Adolf Hitler with the lighting under his nose. Mm-hmm. Twelve-hour favorite for a friend. So this was shot in one night, you think? What happened? You think this movie was shot in one day? Yes. It was shot in one day, and then it was sued never to be played. And then they said you could show it in Europe, and then years later it was shown. It's so, so for a one day shoot, it's taken so long for it to get out. It, right, and for anything to happen. Now they're just fighting and yelling each other at the same time. What did he talk about in 1997? Are you gonna talk to me like talk to the epic chick? Pokemon Red is better. No, Pokemon Blue is better. Oh, we're going to see Leo's dick. Oh, damn it. Oh. oh, he called her a hoe and then did the uh, get out of here hand gesture. He's to keep moving. Maybe she will kill him at the end. Okay. He's going to slap. Why'd you slap me? I'll slap you. <laughs> Why don't you dick slap me, huh? I didn't know that was a thing in 1996. Oh, yeah, sure. That was all the rage. That and uh, Tamagotchi's. She's really putting him in his place. Like five minutes ago, they were kissing. Uh, it's, it, makes, it doesn't make any sense to me. All I know is that it just reinforces my knowledge that Leonardo DiCaprio is a piece of shit. Do you just call him Caprio? 
That's Crapio. Crapio. Leonardo DiCrapio. And now they're fighting. Oh! oh, fight. They're really going for the throat. He, they went, they literally went for the throat. Oh, here's Don. Wow. See, Don shows up for this. For the fight, fight. See, People well, finally, fuck. so is this the crux of the movie? This is the, this is the. Yeah. That was the climax. Huh? Uh, now they're back. See, look, it's the same bathroom because it has the same fucking holes where the, uh, the, the soap was. Uh, right. Soap dispenser was. So it wasn't like it was the same bathroom. I mean, different. There's a different men's and women. They shot in one bathroom. Of course, they shot in one bathroom. So she's there in the bathroom while they're fighting. They, someone must have owned the restaurant. Is the thing they must have had a friend, who had a restaurant. Well, if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, you have nothing but friends. Well, and I guess if it was a 12-hour show, oh, did she just bring out the cocaine? They finally doing coke. Yes, yeah, she is. She's rolling up a bill. Maybe she's got a message she wants to put in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> you got to roll up the. She's putting money in a bottle. That's why she's rolling up that hundred. Oh, it looks like oh heroin. It's heroin. Holy no, shit. This could be mad. She's smoking. No, oh, no. Oh, they're fighting. See, now the movie gets good. Leonardo DiCaprio is in the bar. She is she's chasing the dragon. Meth. That's heroin. Is that okay? That is heroin. Holy fucking shit. They're showing smoking heroin on YouTube. She's smoking heroin. Dude, and, I have not seen that since the 90s. And they that are really fighting. And it's... And it feels like the inside of Leonardo DiCaprio's head, doesn't it? Uh, well, That's I feel like fighting. the inside of Leonardo yeah. What's she's got to say about this? What interesting and thing about big, heroin for the 90s are you going to Oh, say? wow. They're really fighting. They're good at fighting. I'm impressed. Oh, uh, so this is... Oh, this is so interesting because she's... Uh, and now she's really acting, Jerry. Well, we really want to know what heroin addicts have to say in the 90s. It's so Into interesting. Into the mirror like everyone else. Oh, oh boy, God. yikes. Now she's smoking heroin. That's some bad news. And you're in this movie. Have you thought about that? That you're in this movie? So, wow. So, she's a fucking Oh, God. This is, she is, this, is her, this is her big moment in the sun to act, and she sucks. I think this is how they can end the movie with a shit I'm song. fucking drunk on it. She says, holding tinfoil. Yeah. I'm fucking drunk on it. I can't believe they did the tinfoil thing. I can't do this anymore. She's acting. <laughs> I'm acting. Hello, I'm acting. 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 Thespians, master thespian. She is. That's so crazy. Wait, here's that fight. fight. That fight, is fight, real fight, 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 right? Fight, 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 fight. So do you think like they fight said, club, okay, fight. we need you to really fight for this movie, or I happen to have this camera when a fight broke out? Do you think a fight broke out the night they shot this movie? I think that yeah, I think that it was actually a fight that night about how they were never going to bring it to the light of day, and it's actually yeah. th- they're fighting with the director. They're all four of them against the director. It's insane. Oh, I just gave a speech. Hey, guys, why aren't you there smoking cigarettes? Oh, they're out here fighting. But he hasn't even seen this car yet. Why would you fight without even realizing some woman smashed up your car? What are they fighting about? I don't know. I didn't listen to that part. Either did I. I noticed they were choking each other, and then they went outside. They were choking each other. That's not what it sounds like, though. <laughs> Look at there you're both short tiny little men. Hug it out. <laughs> oh, Leo's there to help him out. Oh my god, is this the end of the movie that it's bros before hose? I guess so. They're playing the dawn music. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lunch is only five bucks. Back then, that was a lot of money. Many different. They is. They are. They're doing the bros. Bros before us. Oh, big bro handshakes. Now he's lighting something on fire. Who's that? No. Uh, does that have significance? That reminds it's me. It's his bowling shirt. That was on oh. the outside of. That reminds me. I bought a new pair of pants. You mind if I? Change? <laughs> I gotta change the fit to those pants before I leave this. Oh, well, that's something happened. And look at all these newspaper vending machines. Remember those? Oh, now they're just going to terrorize Hollywood. This is me I, and Guitar. I, I'm... Th- is the... They're outside there. They, they're leaving Dom's Plum. And we... And we're going to look up and see the sign up there, I bet. I'm going to close with the Here sign. But the they're sign. all going down the... Well, we're like... The, the sun in the morning. So they were there all night. They yeah. basically just did this all night and yeah. then left. Oh, there we go. Not even directed by. Uh, Let's go straight to the sound director. Sound designer, yeah. Uh, so wait a minute. Wouldn't you? Did we see the director's name yet? I don't think so. Oh, so they're doing like the secondary credits and credits. I want to see who uh, was the, if Dita Von Teese was the choreographer. All right, we'll take a look. So I thought they were going to do like, they're still showing scenes, so we, we can't really talk over this much. And well, the other bummer is that Toby got in a fight. I, Toby got in a fight with Kevin, but Kevin should have gotten in a fight with Leo because right. of the girl in the beginning. So they, they're still shots like we really care about these characters. And there's so many people who are... There's a lot of more credits than I thought uh, a film of some guy just shooting. <gasps> oh, my car. Is it, it's, and it's, it was his car. It wasn't Leo's car. Was it that was, Connolly? Yes, Connolly's car because he didn't protect the hippie. Oh, and not only that, the hippie took the uh, phone book that he was sitting on in the car <laughs> so let's see what we got we do have Kevin Connolly Scott Bloom Toby McGuire Jenny Lewis is a singer Meadow Sisto Sisto Meadow Sisto huh? and Amber Benson Jeremy Sisto they were oh so they were the couple together the brother and sister uh, any other names we do recognize we see, do we see Leonardo DiCaprio what about um, Nev Campbell was that a Nev Campbell thing no let's see we have I Ethan I didn't see Nev Campbell Dale, Damn it. Marissa Nikki the Cox the girl who slapped stunt coordinator He's the coordinator. Some asshole started a fight with. Uh, I want to know. Does it say choreographer? Because I want to see for that whole. If it was. If they're going to say thanks to the pussycat dolls for dancing for no reason. Uh, you know, maybe they'll. It will have thanks. It will say thanks to my attorneys for making this film. Thanks Look for settling. Look how many people were on this film, though. This That's is a lot I'm, of people. So this doesn't seem like a serendipitous thing where he just pulled out his iPad and said, "Oh, I'm just shooting you guys." You know. This, no, this was planned. This was for not a long a, time. Yeah, this was not a bow finger type. Electricians. Operation. You've got your best boy grip, key grip. Uh, you have all of your makeup artists. The lighting designer was a piece of fuck that ruined yeah, the whole be film. Sued. You're the lighting designer should be f- I would absolutely. I would not want this movie to be released either because of the lighting. It was really it was bad. <sighs> it was worse than bad. So let me this is what happened. Uh, a bunch of friends decided to go out uh, they like to go listen to experimental jazz music and then they decided to get a bite to eat and they realized that maybe they don't really know who they are. And that caused some disruption. Catering. Look, they had catering and crafts. Two guys from Venice. Catering yeah, and crafts. Services. Because the food at Don's Plum was so fucking awful that they had to get a fucking craft table. Cameras <laughs> and lenses. Give me... Who is the choreographer? 
We're not going to tell me who the choreographer was. It won't was. be in the thanks. There's going to be like a thanks, a special thanks listening. I can't imagine there's not going to be like 50 names this guy will be thanked. Oh, here's the songs. The music, yeah. How I mean, the, listing how many friends of Leonardo Sancho DiCaprio Brothers. there are. It's Fish and Cigarettes. That was from the beginning. It makes me really, I mean, oh, I really don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, if, if he was like... If there was um, some sort of assassination attempt on his life, I wouldn't be bummed about it. Well, I that's, wouldn't be that's like, horrible to say. It is. It's a terrible thing to say. But I feel like he's... A All right. I'm going to have to assassinate Leonardo DiCaprio. And I only laugh just in case he does get assassinated. Oh, man. Suckers SUV. Special thanks to our okay. creator. And Tammy Israel. All right. Shout out to Israel and the creator. <laughs> so here we go. Let's see uh, if we recognize some names. I want to see Dita Van Teese. I told you it was like I want to see. I want to see oh, the Krauss family. Look how many names. LAPDs in there. I the, knew this someone. These films. These. There's no Pussycat Doll. I don't see Pussycat Doll. They always dolls. have a hundred names in the thank you for like vanity movies. Oh, see Lars Van Trier. Uh, see, I mentioned like your inspiration in there. Like, this was a Dogma 95 film. I was inspired by Dogma 95. And I even put Lars Van Trier's name in the special credits. Legal services. A bunch of fucking people. <laughs> Don't get me started. So did Leonardo DiCaprio fund this project? Who gave no, him the he, money for the project? He got money, and then uh, it was $100,000. That's how much it cost them. That's $100,000. That's pretty cheap for a movie. All right, guys, so that is it. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I'm going to stop this before another movie begins. But I don't know how an Apple works, so I might just... There we go. So uh, wanna, we'll just end it here. No reason for another two-and-a-half-hour epic. Uh, but, fam, thank you so much. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, we'd love to get feedback. Uh, just go ahead and let the station know. I don't really <laughs> care. Let, let the station know that you listen to this show. Uh, and subscribe on iTunes. Go ahead and leave a review, of course. Uh, we do have an RSS feed. If you go to mutinyradio.com, you just find... Dot uh, FM. .fm, mutinyradio.fm. You go to pcrcollective.org and you'll see a little link that leads you to the podcast. It'll give you an RSS feed if you know how to handle that. And uh, my name is Mike. And soon, um, Mike Spiegelman's going to do the thing where he does it. So all you have to do is go to iTunes and it'll be there. And you just oh, click it is. On it. I did. It's great. I have an iTunes well, link already. Well, then that's perfect. Then we you have even have to go to an RSS. Then oh, the RSS I, you already know what? does it. If you're listening this far, check out my new website. Yeah. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. It has the movie and the audio all queued up for you. All Ooh. you have to do is click both of them at once, and you can experience it. <gasps> so fancy. Isn't that what? It's that's super the point. awesome. That's the point that's of this. That's the whole point that's of this, because the, the YouTube this. is right there. Well, this YouTube will be here till they end up pulling it off, because only 33,000 people have watched it. But really, you should you should watch part of it, I guess, or care don't well care. you can listen to the podcast and not watch the movie you can watch the movie w uh, live while listening to this live or I you think can that watch us, it later us with the movie is way more entertaining than the movie on its own well, Th that movie on its own was just like that movie was just dire that's the whole point of bad movies with friends is that you can't sit through that by yourself no, you, you really needed me talking through this with Pam Okay, so we're done. Uh, thank you guys so much. Please listen to mutinyradio.fm. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please go outside and enjoy the air. Happy Pride Day. Happy Pride Parade. Happy life. Are you going to play your song or do I get to sing it? Let's oh, watch uh, yeah, let me get that going. movie on YouTube uh, no. All right, hang on. with Michael to... Spiegelman. That's my friend. Let's Carl. watch right. full-length movie on YouTube. 
with Michael Spiegelman. Yeah. Okay, oh, hang on a second. Let's watch full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Ow! Let's watch full-length movie. All right, thank you guys so much. YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Let's watch full-length of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> yeah.
Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission High vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission High for awesome events and updates. The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment where in both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. an underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue. 
San Francisco is located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at Podcasts. PCRcollective.org. So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
Welcome. It's Friday night at 6 o'clock. It's time for the happy hour at mutinyradio.fm. The happiest hour of all the entire week, really, uh, because 23 comedians and more are getting up tonight. We have visitors all the way from Olympia, Washington. Excited to hear their jokes. Uh, big fan of Olympia, Washington. They have a guy named Sam Miller up there who runs an incredible room on Wednesday nights that you guys should all go to if you go up to Olympia anytime soon. But right now, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we're going to get started so that we can get through all of these comics. When you hear the horn... It means you have one minute. So new comedians, if you hear the horn, it doesn't mean you have to stop right away. It means you have one minute to wrap it up. Uh, your first comedian of the night, you can wrap and slap your hands together. For the very, very funny, the very tall, Connor Doherty! Can we, is this, yeah, this one sounds pretty on. In any case. Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah, I'm re. I have a a personal announcement. A big personal announcement. That's an interesting, difficult, exciting time for me. I'm reinventing myself as a bad boy. I'm gonna stay up late, chase skirts, unquit smoking. I'm gonna be a poon hound. Right? I think that's the best way of phrasing it, you know. Most of the time it's negative. Womanizer, philanderer. Nobody wants to be those things, but I you can't use poon hound in anger. Just try. Try to say it and not smile. Yeah, see? Can't be done. Poon hound. Right, wildebeest. I've cracked comedy. It's done. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I don't like doctors, San Francisco doctors. They want to be your friend. The last time I went to the doctor, he didn't even really examine me. He just talked about building a relationship with me. Which I'm not interested in. I just wanted him to look at my body. <laughs> it's the only time I've been upset that I paid a man for his time and he didn't touch my balls. I do not have that problem with my psychiatrist. He always remembers to touch my balls. <laughs> therapy is a process. No, I'm not in therapy. <sighs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, so the psychiatrist. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the poop stuff, but the other part of it is, you know, you gotta. My psychiatrist was telling me about there are all these side effects with the medication. You know, you got like your weight gain, you got your sexual dysfunction. But when you're really depressed and anxious, you're not really having any sex anyway. So, like. My philosophy was I was just going to go for it. I was like, you know, even if it's dysfunctional, you know, sex is kind of like government. As long as you, everyone is respecting human rights, it's probably better to have it dysfunctional than to not have it at all. A little too clever. A <laughs> little too much going on. 
I was thinking again about those guys outside the BART station yelling into their megaphones, yelling about the end of the world. Do you know any of those dudes, Wildebeest, personally? No, probably, but... <laughs> but I was thinking about those guys, like what they're preaching out of, what their sort of canonical religious texts are, because the difference between those guys and an ordained minister is those guys don't ask you for money at the end of their sermon. But like, for the ordained minister, one thing they have going for them is, you know, at least they have good source material. The Bible or the Quran or whatever is certainly interesting. But if like the Bible is literature, I feel like the guys outside the BART station are preaching out of like erotic fan fiction. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. Keep your clans clapping together for the guy who took the bullets, Connor Doherty. Yay! Yay, and then yay. All right, moving right along. I've got the list now going on. I'm going to stick it out to the other people. I want to get those guys from uh, Olympia guys. The Olympia guys. I'll get them in here to sign up because uh, I forgot their names already. But your second comedian of the night, really funny guy. Uh, he was in our showcase last weekend at Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. He runs an amazing show on Saturday nights called The Setup at 222 Hyde. Clap wildly right now for Richard Sarvate. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Ah. <sighs> Okay, um, uh, there's a lot of like uh, Warriors fans, they're mad at the bandwagon fans, you know? They're like, you just started liking the Warriors this year. I've been here since day one. Why don't you get out of here with your bandwagon pride? And I always thought that was interesting, like why would you get mad at someone for supporting the team that you want to win, you know? Like, that would be like if my mom, like, got mad at my friends, and she was like, you just started liking Richard this year. <laughs> I've been there since day one. Why don't you get out of here with your bandwagon friendship? And be like, Mom, I have no friends now because of you. I'm lonely. All right. Blazing out the gate with the bandwagon material. You guys will see, when I do that joke on TV, you all are going to be like, oh yeah, I love that joke <laughs> since day one. <laughs> oh, man. Um, if you hire a Japanese person for an internship, make sure not to call it an internment. <laughs> Just office tips for you guys here. <laughs> um, a lot of guys are proposing to their girlfriends on hikes, you know? Uh, it's making it very difficult to just go on a regular hike. You know, because, I mean, if you, like, I like going on a hike. I like exploring nature, but without the, you know, pressure of, like, life-altering decision-making. And it's especially tough uh, if you need to tie your shoelaces when you get to the top. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because if, I don't know, <laughs> I feel like if you're with your girlfriend and you're at the top of a mountain and you get down on one knee and all you do is tie your shoelaces, <laughs> I just feel like you're going to get slapped in the face. 
I, I mean, I feel like maybe that's how the first proposal on a hike happened, you know? Some guy just got down to tie his shoes, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, while I'm down here, I might as well kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I had this uh, sexual experience, and uh, I don't know if you can call this a threesome, but I met these two girls at a bar, and then I went home, and I thought about them while masturbating. Uh, so I, I had this other sexual experience, and I'm not sure if you can call this a threesome, but I had sex with both of my fleshlights at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Keep going good. Um, I had a really poor sexual education. Like in sex ed class, a kid asked the teacher, teacher, what's a dildo? And our teacher told us, dildo is slang for penis. <laughs> it's like, I was like, thankfully, like a couple years later, I, I, I figured out what it was, but like that could have been horrible. You know, like I'm in bed with a girl and she's like, you mind if I play with my dildo? And I'm like, oh no, you have a dildo? She's like, yeah, is that weird? I'm like, I don't know, I just thought only guys had dildos. <laughs> she's like, do you have a dildo? Like, of course I have a dildo. All guys have dildos. <laughs> Just could have been awkward. Sex is weird. Isaac Newton never had sex, ever. And this guy invented calculus. What does that tell us? <laughs> Somebody fucked these mathematicians and stopped them from making homework for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting like, I, look, I'm only 32, but I'm already turning into someone who says back in my day. Like I saw this kid on the bus and he was just like, he had like hundreds of apps on his phone. He's just like, I was like, what are all these apps? And I went into back in my day mode. I was like, you know, back in my day, we did not have so many apps. You know, I, I remember when you, all you had was a couple apps. You know, you had one app that made the lightsaber noises. <laughs> Uh, you had another app to help you calculate the tip, and you had another app with some birds uh, that were very angry, <laughs> very mad. All right, guys, I got to go. Thank you. Some very angry birds. Those birds make me angry, too, because I don't have a smartphone. All right. Moving right along here on the happy hour, your next comedian, not only funny, covered in tattoos. I've been dreaming of the day he'll take his shirt off. Everybody put your hands together right now for Theodore Hull. Right. Comedy and sunshine. I can two magic ingredients. Pam, thank you very much. One day I will take my shirt off. And it's a little it's hard letting people it's like I I did. I had a good show the other night, and people like came up to me. I'm like, they're gonna fucking, they're gonna talk to me about these jokes, and they're like nice tattoos, and it's just like I'm more than that. Um, Pam is the number one cat lady I know. I s just saw the number two cat lady, um, and I'm trying to become more comfortable with cat ladies because I feel like that is who I'm gonna end up with, um, and I'm okay with that. I saw a lady who had cats in a stroller. <laughs> Let me explain that for the people who have sane thoughts. That's no one in here, all right? This is for the people on air. Um, 
She had three cats in one human stroller. That is fucking amazing. She's my new sensei. Like, I want, I want to learn from her. She has no idea what, like, an alarm clock is or, like, breath mints. It doesn't matter. She, why does cat food, why is cat food the only food that smells worse fresh than after it's eaten? I don't understand that. Yeah, that cat lady was cool, man. I think about her all the time. I'm like, I wonder if she ever walks by like any baby stores and just looks in and just just is just like, holy shit, those cat transporters are on sale. <laughs> Might go in there, get another one, up it to six cats. <laughs> <laughs> he double checked my math. It's correct. All right, that is a sound joke as far as the math goes. That is for sure. Um, Guys, I'm happy. I, I just moved out of San Jose, uh, and I moved closer to the city. I I don't really care about the town I'm living in. Um, I'm just happy that I'm out of San Jose because I was living.